Oh yeah, she's that country girl who overcame the stigma that southern women are barefoot, backwoods, and backwards. Now she's an articulate voice for conservative values and wisdom in America. Sitting on her front porch, sharing common sense, here's Marnie. Hi, welcome back to my front porch where we talk about common sense principles and America. Today, I'd like to talk with you about all of this hoopla that people are making over the Betsy Ross flag on a pair of shoes. I woke up this morning and I was just irritated. And I wasn't like, what am I so irritated about? And I realized what it was is I am sick and tired of the ungrateful people who want to diss our founding fathers and make them out to be like horrible people. We want to sit here on our high horses and our self-righteous attitudes and judge people throughout history when they were doing the best they could with the circumstances and the conditions and the way people lived of that time. Yes, there are horrible episodes in through history. You know, the, the Romans had the gladiators and treated people like pawns. There were the feudal system and the masters and the serfs of England. There was slavery in the U.S. All throughout history, one group of people have wanted to dominate another. That is the story of human history, unfortunately. But in this part of the world here, 250-something years ago, the Founding Fathers set up a wonderful seedbed, a garden, if you will, to grow freedom. No, it was not perfect. Slavery did still exist during that time period, and they couldn't get all the players for all the colonies on the same page in time to create a government that would be united and could go against any other foreign power who might want to come against them next. They needed to create a cohesive government and they could not get all those players on board concerning the slavery question. So what they did is they created a doorway for that to disappear in time. And there were some of the founding fathers who said this is a major mistake. George Mason, for example, said that national sins are punished with national calamities, that they can't be punished in the next life, so they're punished here in the, this world. And so, you know, you look at the Civil War, and it is a punishment for leaving that in there. And he warned them, and he proved to be prophetic. But they did the best they could at that point, okay? And they needed that cohesive government. So what they did is they said, we're going to count slaves as only three-fifths of a person. Now, that was not a diss on these individuals. That was not saying they're subhuman. This is saying you don't get as much representation. Your count for representation is not as much if you let these people be slaves. If you set them free, they count as a whole person. But if you let them be enslaved, they're only going to count for three-fifths. Why did that matter? Because these founding fathers had just fought a war over taxation without representation. Representation in the main federal government was pivotal for these states. That's what counted for them. And so the number of people that they had determined how many representatives that got to go into Congress. So they knew that if they penalized them for letting these people be slaves, that eventually, hopefully, they would set them free, okay, or create a pathway for them to be free in time. And that, that's just what they came up with at the time. Now, eventually, it took a war to fix that. And there were men who fought and died so that everybody could be free. Just hundreds of thousands of people fought and died that these people could be free. That would not have happened had there not been a framework of a country, 
where freedom could exist. They set those seeds in the ground. They plowed the soil with their blood, their sweat, their tears, their fortunes. They created this soil, harrowed it up, and the, planted the seeds of freedom with their own blood. And we look back on them and we judge them. We sit in judgment on them that they were imperfect. They had flaws. They did this or that. When we, as a society, have very little morals in the way we live our lives, morality's thrown out the window, we're murdering babies by the millions, and then we're sitting in this self-righteous judgment looking back on history and judging them. And I find the ingratitude of it just appalling. It's, it's disgusting, and that kind of pride, it's just sheer pride, is going to lead to the downfall of our country because we're not grateful for the people who paid the price. We're not grateful for the people who studied and researched and came together and found a way to create a government that would create a framework where freedom could grow. Freedom grows when it's allowed to give it, given its space and the checks and balances. But you start whittling away at that constitution, which is the main reason that people want to diss the founding fathers. If you look at the agenda, Back in the 70s, I think it was read into the congressional record, the agenda of the communists, a.k.a. socialists, a.k.a. progressives. One of the main points was to denigrate and defame the founding fathers. Because if they can do that, then they can say, see, what they created is just junk. The Constitution means nothing. It's just a suggestion. We don't have to go by that. We can implement this socialist form of government instead. We know better than the Founding Fathers did. We're better than they were. We, we're more you know, progressive. We're more righteous than they were. We are not more righteous. If anything, we're more wicked than they are in, in just the sheer destruction of human life. There's something my husband often says. We all suck at mind reading. We really do. Whether it's in our personal lives we assume things about the other people in our lives and we mind read and we really stink at it. We rarely take the time to stop and ask, is this what you meant? Is this, how are you seeing this? And have a civil discussion with a real desire to understand the other person, where they're coming from. We don't do that really in our homes. We don't do that in our families. We certainly don't do it as a society. And we, we mind read and we make all kinds of assumptions about people and think we know them and we judge them. We're constantly judging other people through the, our own lens, our own myopic lens of the way we see the world. How dare we do the same thing to people who lived 100 years ago, 150 years ago, 200 years ago? We have no right to judge them. We have not walked a mile in their moccasins. We do not know the society they came from, the conditions they came from, the lifestyle. And we're judging them. When they gave us the greatest gift, the gift of freedom, there is no greater gift. Jesus said there's no greater love than he who lays down his life for his friends. They laid down their lives, not only for each other, but for us. They laid down their lives for future generations and they set in motion a protective system so that we could be free. <laughs> I just can't overemphasize how much we need to be grateful for that. We have no right to sit in judgment on them. Let's judge ourselves. Let's get our own houses in order. Let's work on our own morality and get our acts together. And let's look forward because what they gave us was a framework to improve, 
to progress. That's why technology has flourished in this country. That's why free thought and, and ideas are so expansive in this country. That's why people are clamoring to get into this country. People aren't clamoring to get out. Even the people who hate it don't want to leave. They just want to gripe and complain and spread this foment of hate. And let's move to gratitude because ingratitude is what pride is made out of. And pride always goes before a fall. If we want to turn the tide, we've got to go to gratitude, to God for putting those people together, even as imperfect as they were, and using what skills and talents and knowledge they had to give us this foundation of freedom, and gratitude for all those people who have fought and died and worked that we could be free. And then let's move forward and keep that freedom and protect it. Y'all take care. God bless.